Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Apostle Paul wrote much of the New Testament, with the letters that he wrote to various people and churches serving as the core of much of our Christian theology and understanding. As we read his many letters, one thing we know about his style is that Paul liked to write lists. Lists of good qualities we should be aiming for, lists of bad qualities we should be avoiding, lists of people he wanted to thank, lists of blessings that God has given us, etc, etc, etc. In today's verses, Paul also makes one of his famous lists, and it's actually not a good one, which we will get into. In last week's verses, Paul has been talking about those who embrace idols, who reject God, who choose their sin over him, who God gives sexual immorality. But today we see Paul also goes further than just that one sin. He continues describing the wickedness of people in Romans chapter 1 verses 28 through 32 which says, Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind, so that they do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. So there is a logic here that Paul has shared in previous passages as well, which is important for us to understand. He says that since sinful people did not hold to the truth in their minds, God gave them over to the sinful desires of their minds. He gave them over to whatever they wanted. And as he did that, people got even more sinful. Like the father in the prodigal son story from the Gospel of Luke, God lets his children go, even against what he knows is best. He lets them go choose. He lets them wander if that's what they want. And as he does, we see the consequences in this list that Paul gives us, basically noting most bad things that you can imagine. This is quite a list of sin. There, of course, might be sins not included specifically here, just in the interest of space, but that does beg the question, where are you on this list? Is it gossip and slander? Is it dishonoring parents? Is it pride? Let's not just point our fingers at other people's sin. Where are we on this list? Where do we need God's mercy? Paul notes that people knew that such sins ultimately lead to death, but they still do them all the same. And not only that, they approve of others doing them too. They cheer on the sinfulness of others. This is a recurring theme in the book of Romans. Sin leads to death. In sin, we move away from God, and God is the source of all life. As we cut ourselves off from Him, rejecting the source of all life, death is the only thing left for us. That, however, is not the end of the story. Thank the Lord, as we shall see as we move through Romans. As food for thought today, before you get too judgmental, which we can all fall into, search your soul as you look at this list of sin that Paul presents. 
Is there anything that you need to repent of? Is there anything that needs attention in your life? And what do you need to do today, even today, in order to start to deal with that?